I'm Nishima Yuki, and you're listening to the Giant Sword Podcast, home of the second biggest group of phantom thieves ever. The first being me, Keck. Hello, and welcome to this week's Giant Sword Podcast. I'm your party leader, Nick. Joining me as always is Taylor. Taylor! Nick! What up? Oh, you know, trying to just survive this thing we call life. <laughs> yes, it's a, <laughs> yeah. I know, I know that, I know that feeling. Uh, I bet you everyone was wondering where you've been. Not you, but we've, because we. it's been like three weeks since we last did a podcast. Oh, has it? Oops. Yep. Well, it's sorry. Sorry, life gets in the way sometimes. I had inventory like a week and a half ago, and that's really uh, messed my schedule up. Really messed, sucks. yeah, it's messed messed me up. And then you've been busy, so it's been hard to get together. But mm-hmm. hey, I didn't even know that there was a Nintendo Direct. This, uh, you know, this uh, episode or this episode, this, you know what I'm talking about today. Today <laughs> <laughs> or yesterday, depending yeah. on when you're watching this. And had no expectations, and holy crap, that was one. Hell of a conference. It was. I'm kind of with you. I, I have really taken the Nick approach to never getting hyped for stuff anymore. And it's it works out surprisingly well because everybody's like, Breath of the Wild 2, Bayonetta 3, Mario Kart 9. It's like, guys, this never happens. Why do you get your hopes up so high? I'm going to go in. I'm like, they're probably going to talk about Triangle Strategy, Splatoon 3, and then a bunch of crap. Yep. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, that's what it's like. Speaking of speaking of triangle strategy, we uh, I'm downloading the demo right now, so I'm going to I'm going to play that because they they said you can play up to the third chapter. Either the chapters are very short, or that's a big demo, or they're very confident in that game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. So I'm going to test mess with that. Um, nice. Before we get into the JRPG news, which there was a. A lot of so I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people like man that direct sucked that's an awful direct that was nothing and we're like it's good it's good it's good yes it's good did but, you see my tweet that I put out no I haven't been on Twitter there so have you seen that meme um it's the Hank guy from Breaking Bad where he's like yeah. side by side so I I was like JRPG fans and then general Nintendo fans. <laughs> but they should be happy I, I, maybe because mario strikers out of nowhere which i've right? oh, i've always said like i really want a, another mario strikers game because strikers was fun it's fun because it's like an arcade soccer game and that's fun and then Here's there's the real like, question nick when what? are we getting another Mega Man soccer never because Mega Man doesn't exist anymore in the hearts of Mega Man only exists in the hearts of us of yes it's fans in our memories. In our memories. Uh, it's because it's problematic. Matic. It's Mega Man and no one. You can't be Mega Man anymore. Got to be Mega Person mm. or Mega Z or Zer. Mega Zer. Oh God. Um. Yeah, and uh, another one that was fun is uh, a n- n- Switch Sports, which is like Wii Sports, and <clears throat> I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's just stupid casual crap it's like it's fun those games were fun and i have very fond memories playing those with friends so 
it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be a good time to play with those and then eventually we're just gonna get a whole new mario kart because they're remastering 48 tracks which is crazy no no okay so kimpy kimpy said that he wanted mario kart 9 in the when i asked what do you want with the what do you want from this Nintendo Direct? And he's like, Mario Kart 9. And he was in chat with us. And he was like, well, that blows Mario Kart 9 out of the water. That's never going to happen for a long time. Ooh. And that's when we just thought it was going to be eight tracks. And then they're like, 48 tracks over the next two years. Like, what the? F- what? That's crazy. 48 tracks. Yeah, that's a lot. Is it going to be $24 each time, each round, or is it $24 total? I think it's total. Yeah. That's a great deal if that is true. Yeah. Or it said if you're, whatever, the Nintendo Online Expansion Pass subscriber, you just get it for free. That's great. Yeah. So everybody's like, oh, Sorry. It's not great because the Expansion Pass is BS. But, hey, it's an added benefit if if you really want that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's actually get into the crazy news of craziness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to completely ignore this because... Oh, wait. Before we get into that, I'm an idiot. And uh, let me get this up. I asked what people wanted from mm-hmm. from this direct. Uh, As Kippy said, he won Mario Kart 9. Josiah Taku uh, said that he wanted Chrono Cross and Fire Emblem, or uh, no, and FFT ports. I was actually really close. I'm like, okay, here's collections and remasters. Is Final Fantasy Tactics gonna gonna appear? Because I know, a, that because was my hope. That was a my lot hope. of those, okay, those Nvidia leaks, all of them are like, all of them are coming true. So I'm waiting. Uh, Pigeon Senpai said Xenoblade Three and Bayonetta Three. Well, I did not expect Xenoblade 3. Uh, Mecha Otaku Gamer asks, I'm looking forward to any seeing any announcements on Xenoblade 3, Astro Chain 2, maybe Star Ocean's second evolution port to Switch. Uh, new Mario Bayonetta 3 trailer. But hey, another Xenoblade 3 guy. Uh, Spaghetti says Xenoblade 3 or Extreme Masters with quality of life changes. Another Xenoblade 3. Why did everyone say Xenoblade 3? Was there like... Um, yeah. I was just about to ask, were there rumors? Because I didn't hear anything. I, I think there was. Uh, WCB says more Fire Emblem and Xenoblade games. <laughs> we got both of those. And how about FF Pixel remasters all in one cart? The Return of Golden Sun, New Metroid. Okay, this guy. A lot of dreaming here. Maybe we'll probably get we may, maybe get some Golden Sun, more Metroid, um, Zelda Wii U. Uh, all day Wong says, I want it all. Everything we expect in 2022, at least the teasers, with some Fire Emblem and Xenoblade splashed in. He got his wish. Um, my expectations are way too high, but it's all part of the excitement. Your exactly. expectations were met. Let's just say that. Yep. All right. So now let's go to the first part of news. Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Uh, two mm-hmm. gay... Two game a franchise and a game that i do not care anything for combined into one i have no i don't care i really don't care but you do and i am going to read what they say about it 
Okay. Edel Edelgard, Dimitri, and Claude, and other Fire Emblem Three Houses characters return to put their combat expertise on display as you revisit a war-torn fold. Is that Foldland? Yeah, Foldland. Yeah. Unleash devastating combos, strike special moves. Actually, okay, it's a freaking Musou game. Uh, cut through hordes of yeah, Musou game. I doesn't say. It. No information on that. So, do you th- is this supposed you know this car- this story? Is this supposed to be like a sequel like Persona 5 Strikers was? What's it called? That's Strikers? a great question because in Fire Emblem 3 Houses, there's basically I think there's technically four endings and they're all very different and some depending on which path you choose, some of these characters die. So, I'm not sure if this is like an uh, alternate fifth route or if they're going to pick a route that's canon or this is just made up because we need a spinoff i don't know probably a little uh, column a, a little column b yeah yep but you super excited were you like yes yes more fire emblem or yeah well as soon as as soon as the trailer started playing i knew it was fire emblem i was just like i didn't i didn't think it was going to be a warriors game um uh, but uh, I'm excited. I'll, I, I said this on Twitter. Fire Emblem Warriors, the first one, is like by far my most played Switch game. So I'm really excited for this. Um, I know people are like, oh, the clones are going to just have so many clone characters. Whatever. I don't care. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I loved I loved Fire Emblem Warriors. So I'm excited for this one. Um, hopefully it runs better than... Um, oh, what the heck was that called? The... Um, Zelda, the Zelda uh, one? or Hyrule, War- Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity that ran so bad on Switch. Okay. So, so sorry yeah. for interrupting you. No, it's okay. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of that game, this seems like it's akin to that. Like it's a smaller sequel. So are you a little worried about that? Because I know you didn't like the, uh, you, lo- you liked the original Hyrule Warriors, but you didn't like the sequel that much. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't like it because they basically lied. They're like, it's a sequel to Breath of the Wild. No, it wasn't. It no. was not. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was it was like that was literally an alternate timeline. Yeah. So yeah, that was and that that was frustrating. But also it ran bad and there was really only three fun characters. Um so I just ended up using the same characters the same characters over and over again. But um, in three houses, there's, you, there's a lot of characters between the three houses and the villains and stuff. So the roster is potentially really big. So uh, I'll be very curious to see who they add, who's playable. Um, but I can see this being another 100-hour game for me. Just another mindless, let me turn my brain off type of game. Yeah. Just... I, love, I love warrior games. There's just, I don't know what it is. It's just fun to mow down hundreds of guys turn your brain off and they always have like rock and guitar music to it so it's like a total taylor game so i think you like the new modern muso games because you weren't into them back in the day and also they're they're now ips that you like they're using ips that you like i think that's the key i think i think if um most people probably don't like warrior games but if it's a franchise like you said or an ip that people care about then I think it really changes things because um, you're right. I, I tried playing a couple Dynasty Warriors games and I don't care. I'm like, I don't know who these characters are. Do you remember that... the you remember the Dragon Quest one? You didn't get into that. Yeah, even I didn't. That one felt slow. It that one's like a mix between 
a warriors game and like a tower defense game it's very different that well not very but it's fairly different compared to the other ones but um yeah fire emblem warriors was great uh samurai warriors persona 5 strikers is like borderline not one of those types of games um just because yeah the the levels are structured like a typical palace or they call them i think prisons and strikers but um yeah, that's like it's a totally different beast. I got uh, I got that game for uh, for PlayStation Plus, so it's in, it's in oh, my library. Nice, nice. Yeah, you should try it. It's fun. But yeah, excited about that. And and then I, that's what I was saying on Twitter too. I'm like, of all the games that got announced, I'm probably gonna end up liking that one the best. So that's the one I'm most excited about. This is the Fire Emblem Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming out June 24th. So all these games and these Nintendo Directs are coming out this year. This is really cool. Docking. Um, so let's just move on to the next topic, which completely okay, completely out of nowhere. Uh Front Mission One or Front Mission First remake and Front Mission Two remake announced for Switch. Uh let me read about it. Forever Entertainment has announced Front Mission First remake and Front Mission Two remake for Switch. Uh Front Mission First remake will launch this summer, followed by the sequel at a later date. Both will support English, Japanese, all the other languages. Here's an overview of Front Mission. Uh, about in the year 2090, the world's conflicts are fought against giant war machines called Wanzers. Huffman Island, the only place where the Oceana Corporation Cooperative Union and the United Continental States, oh man, this is the same thing in Front Mission 3, share a land border in a hotbed of conflict. An OCU, rec- I can't talk right now, guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a word. I'm just going to I'm going to um, with dozens of characters to meet its mature story and non-manichean non-manichean protagonist front mission is a classic of a tactical JRPG genre finally available worldwide key features front mission comes back as a remake the game features a modern mode with improved controls the legendary sidetrack is completely reorchestrated oh cool uh, okay so Funny thing, I was playing Front Mission Three before the direct. Oh, really? <laughs> so I've been I've been playing Front Mission Three off and on, and I was just playing it like for the last two hours before the direct started. And I was just, we're just hanging out. Um, I was Asian and I in the in the Discord, and this comes on, and we're like, I was like, the first thing that says like Wanzers are on the battlefield or something like that, and I'm like, Wanzers, Front Mission, <laughs> what? so random it was like completely out of nowhere so it looked okay so at first it looked really cool and then i saw the gameplay and i did not like how the battles looked or the the shooting the actual shooting animations looked it looked weird like not complete um, the graphics are it, it themselves are fine, but that I, it didn't look complete to me. And I hope they, especially compared to the PS one versions where the, where the animations are all like really intense or look way more intense than what we see here. So hopefully they fix that, but I'm excited. I'm like, Ooh, front mission, more strategy RPGs. That's awesome. Maybe we'll get another one. Maybe we'll get a front mission five yeah. or the older remake three. That'd be cool. Three, I think, is the most popular one. So, um, well, three is on PS One, and then four is on PS Two, and then we had Evolve, which no one wants to talk about. That, yeah. 
That's like basically an armored core game, isn't it? No, it's more like a third person shooter. Right, as opposed to a strategy game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm like I'm in like akin to uh what's it called? Gears of War. It was like mm. one of those type of games and I was like, this is doesn't feel like this is weird. And it just didn't feel right and it wasn't made well made. Mm. That's oh, yeah. a bummer. Yeah, that that's <laughs> fun. Uh how, would you want to play this? It's a strategy RPG. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, definitely. I, I, I mean, I've never. I gotta be frank. I've never played a uh, a front mission game, but I'm. I mean, I'm. I'd be down to give it a go. Um, so I know it's pretty beloved, and I love strategy RPGs. So front mission three is very like not like during the off times. It's very menu heavy. There's so many menus, and it's mm. kind of crazy. You can actually go onto the internet of that game and it's just like menu after menu after menu and menu going through all this stuff and it's Weird. pretty over it's pretty overwhelming but the game itself is fun i, I love how it doesn't have like you could destroy body parts of the of the wanzers and everything oh uh, that's cool so i'm really uh, i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna beat from mission three but this is cool completely out of nowhere announcement and was very happy of it from uh from it appearing i'm hoping it's not only on the switch though i'm sure it won't be a lot of the other games that got announced i mean it was obviously announced at the direct but they got confirmed later to be coming to other things which will yeah it's we'll it ha- hasn't confirmed here it just says the switch so mm-hmm. hopefully it grows on you know goes into other ones but the next announcement finally right Finally, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition announced for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. It is a remaster, not a remake. How do you feel about that? Uh, I, I'll blame myself on that one. I think, I mean, if you looked at the NVIDIA leak, it, it was a remaster. It didn't say remake, but I there were all these other things, like the composer was making music and stuff, and there were rumors of a PlayStation franchise remake, which we still don't know whatever whatever they were talking about. We still don't know what that is. Yeah, we'll get the same. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm watching the footage right now, and it looks great. I mean, really crisp text. Really, uh, you know, it's sixty. I think it's sixty frames. Um, not that it really matters for a turn based RPG, but um, so yeah, it looks crisp and it looks great. So here's an overview of the game via Square Enix. Players will embark on an epic adventure that transcends, transcends time and space with refined illustrations from the original character designer Nobutero Yuki, remastered music from the acclaimed composer Yasunori Mitsuda, which is what he was working on is that he's remastering them, and a very variety of additional features. Chrono Cross, which was never released in Europe, which is interesting. I did not know that. Really? I didn't know that either, huh? Returns as a remaster in Chrono Cross and Radical Dreamers Edition. Follow the story of Surge, who stumbles into another world and learns of the connections between his existence and the future of his planet. A classic time-bending tale of adventure and friendship featuring one of the largest and most diverse cast of playable characters of any RPG, with over 40 potential party members. Each character brings their own element, affinity, unique skills. Additionally, Radical Dreamers La Tresor interdit a check space adventure game released 
for Saddle of You in 1996, which forms the bedrock of the story, is also included in this edition. Uh, players that's pretty... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was saying, the players can look forward <laughs> to some new exciting features as three models converted to HD, brand new artwork and character redesigned by Nobu... Nobu... Teru... Yuki, read refined background music by Yosunari Masuda. Switch enemy encounters on and off. Mm. Backward background filter feature. Battle enhancement features. Auto battle function. A bunch of languages. Switch between imitation pixel font and the HD font. Inclusion mm. of radical dreamers. Players can choose between playing with the original or updated graphics. Cool. So if you know, they, they, there's a lot of uh, screenshots on Gimatsu, and you can see the difference between the character models. Uh, yeah. There are definitely new models and new artwork, so you could totally see that. Um, the original, like the the new models, are skinnier and more refined, and then of course the PS1 ones are the more polygonal ones. But it looks exactly like how it runs on my emulator, which is really funny. Okay. But uh, not the the new models, by the way. And I like how the character art is updated, so it's not all pixely. So I'm happy about that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, it does have. It has comparisons. Yeah. Oh, and they they redid the portrait art. Yeah, the portrait art is com- the... completely different. It's uh... different too. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. yeah I, 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 sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off earlier, but the, I, I think the thing that's really exciting about this port is that um, we're getting Radical Dreamers, which I don't think the West, period, ever got. Yeah, I don't think it did. At least either. I don't. Yeah, I mean, of, of course, you know, modders and translators found a way or whatever, but the, um, yeah, I don't think. I, I just I don't think we've ever got this, which is it's cool. So yeah, a lot of very peop- exciting. Um, the the up-res backgrounds I kind of don't like the look because it's this it's the muddied AI enhanced look, which you yeah. see you see in the trailer you see you see it and I'm like okay I get why they do that but it's it's not blurry anymore but it's blurred and it looks it looks like the yeah. So yeah, you, I I saw it. I, I agree. It doesn't look, it doesn't look amazing, but it's it's a thing. It, it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can live with it, I guess. I want to hear the new soundtrack. How could they make a brilliant masterpiece even better? How do you how do you improve on perfection? Exactly I mean. right. How do you improve on perfection? <laughs> a lot of people do not like this game. Actually, I am surprised about how many people don't like it. I here here's my take i think it's because they um they wanted a sequel to chrono trigger which it sort of is and it sort of isn't it's connected it's connected to the world it is connected chrono is like actually in the game yeah um (laughs) and the prince and the princess is also in the game (laughs) yeah yeah and there's like this whole section where you um you're going to like this it's like i don't even know how to describe it it's like some time space anomaly thing and it, it really has chrono trigger stuff like front and center but yeah you're never gonna there's just some people you're not gonna make happy and that's okay yep. i bet you didn't know this speaking of chrono trigger i actually just i beat that recently 
Chrono Trigger? Oh, yeah. really? Which version? Uh, the DS version. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the best one from yeah. what I hear. Because I started on the PS1 version, and I was like going through it. I'm like, something's off here. Something's very off, and I don't like it. And then I realized that there's loading in between like every menu and oh, like battle man. and like transition to like different rooms. And I'm like, there's it's like a slight one second delay or something, and you just notice it, and you're like, oh, this is awful. And I read online, it's like, yeah, that has that delay. So I'm like, okay, DS version. And I got the DS version. Smart. That's smart. And I made it look all nice and crispy and mm, emulators. I love it. Nice. Uh, but yeah, this actually made me interested in replaying Chrono, Tr- uh, Chrono Cross. I actually loaded it up and started messing around with it. And I'm like, you know what? There's probably going to be that remastered remake thing is probably going to be announced soon. Look at right here. There you go. We're announced. And now everyone's going to have an easier time to play instead of finding a uh, physical copy for like $5,000. So. Yep. Or you just buy exactly. it on the PS and store guys for five bucks and put on your Vita, yep. which every GRPG or should have is a Vita. Exactly. Uh, so Taylor, here it is. It's real. You'd be happy. Uh, new art. Mm-hmm. It's great. I gotta say, I, the the person who was most happy was B Cops. Really? So, oh yeah, he he messaged me after. He's freaking out. Oh yeah, that's his favorite game. I think. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I I didn't notice until just like a few minutes ago that they had new character portrait art. So that's cool. And then obviously like you know, other typical remaster enhancements. So yeah, I think it'll be um. It'll be cool. It'll be cool. And but here's the other thing. And somebody pointed this out on uh, Twitter that you know everything from that Nvidia leak is getting is becoming real. So next we're gonna get Final Fantasy Tactics, and I think you mentioned that earlier. And then after that, there was a Final Fantasy IX remake on that list. So we could be getting a Final Fantasy IX remake. Is it going to be a remake or is it going to be a remaster? No, it said it that said remake. Uh, I will I will admit that, that uh I kind of got hyped a little too much for Chrono Cross. Chrono Cross did say remaster. And same thing with Final Fantasy Tactics, but Final Fantasy IX is remake. So do you believe yeah. that though? Cuz they said they would re- they can't they wouldn't they weren't able to remake Final Fantasy VII like originally because it would take too long. But now, but now they're gonna remake nine. Mm. I think they're I think they're full of crap. Uh, they're probably yeah they're. Probably... I, I I I think because nine is more cartoony, I think they can get away with just having it be the same game with better graphics. And I think people wanted that with seven, but I think Square obviously they just couldn't help themselves. They wanted to do more with it. But I think mm-hmm. nine is going to be more like a some enhancements here and there, but it's just going to be straight up the same game uh, with better graphics. I don't think they're going to do what they did with um, with seven remake and get all nuts and add all these new things. I, I don't think they're going to do that. Make it, make, it, make, it, question, make it hyper realistic. Yeah, I, I, and that's just not that game. That game is so cartoony. Um, but um, the the other reason I think it's real is because some i don't i couldn't tell you the company 
but there's some company that's doing a Final Fantasy IX animated series, which is so random. It's like, why would you do a Final Fantasy IX animated series now? That is so out of the blue. So to me, for those two to kind of sync up at the same time, to me says that there is going to be a nine remake. We probably won't see it till next year. Um, but uh, I think it's happening All for right. sure. That'll be cool to see. Uh, Chrono Cross is actually supposed to be coming out in April 7th. Very soon. Yeah, that's soon. I was, I was very surprised, but I mean, yeah, it's not that it's, uh, you know, if it was a remake, it would probably be, it'd have to take longer, but Hey, All right. I'm excited. Have you ever beat Chrono Cross? No, I don't know how far I got. I got pretty far. I got to the, I got to the, uh, the time distortion area. I've been there, but mm. I, di- I didn't get. I think that was like after after that is when I stopped. Got so it. I need to replay. I was gonna replay it, but now this is out. So I'll pre- I'll play this, and I'll mm. be able to, I'll cool. be able to compare. Nice. Uh, yeah. All right. So, Live Alive HD 2D remake announced for Switch, due out on July 22nd. So, never heard of this game. Square Enix has announced a remake of the September 2nd, 1994 release Super Famicom title, Live Alive, for the Switch. It will launch July 22nd worldwide. And Nintendo will publish the game in the West. Previously unreleased outside of Japan, the RPG game Live Alive is releasing on the Nintendo Switch in the HD 2D style. Everyone loves this style. Seven different stories featuring different protagonists, time variants, and gameplay styles in the Wild West. A wandering, a wanderer with a bounty on his head for fighting for his life. In the twilight of Edo, Japan, a shinobi undertakes a secret mission. Experience these tales in any order you choose. Adventure is yours to control. What other stories will you uncover on the horizon? So, Octopath's Traveler. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, huh? Except I don't Basically, think I don't yeah. think they com- they might. I've never played this game. So you play a bunch of different stories, and maybe they converge at the end. But they says it has different gameplay styles for each game so that's interesting to see here yeah i've heard of this game but i had no idea what it was um but yeah i'm I'm watching the trailer right now and it, it looks great um it, yeah it looks uh, that design that it's the it's the 3d with the pixel art man that's more games need to do that 3d backgrounds with pixel art characters I mean, they, they are just pumping these games out. It's crazy. Yeah, they don't need to look like this, but you know that that style of two D characters with three D backgrounds, great. Oh yeah, there's something to that. It it just goes well together. But this is very interesting. It's like yeah, I was like, ooh, it's Chrono Cross because <laughs> different time periods and everything, or Chrono Trigger. So I. I'm very interested in this game. This will be fun to play. Yeah, I don't know how long it's going to be. It is a Super Nintendo game, so it's probably going to be as long as Chrono Trigger. Yeah, so like 20-ish hours, yeah. something like that, probably. This summer is getting packed. Sure is. There's a lot of stuff coming out. So 
this is really cool. Um, uh, I didn't. Uh, did they announce the release date for strategy? Triangle strategy. Yeah, in March fourth, I think. Oh, yeah, so it's in the man. Everything compared to last year, where I only bought a rise. I'm buying something like every month this year. It's crazy. Well, this is, I mean, there were so many games that got delayed last year. So this is like all the COVID delayed games are just like, everything comes out this year. <laughs> and it's cra- It's also crazy because I know there's a lot more announcements throughout the year. And it's going to be, oh, it's gonna be, hopefully, hopefully we get more, uh, more fighting stuff. So, and yeah, hope, and hope five arena. <laughs> no, what I really want to see is Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. Mm. And they said they were going to say, they're going to show it, but they joked. They're like, "Oh, we'll try to show you." So it's like, "No, you're going to show it this year. You're not going to spend another five years for a sequel." I mean, the whole point of them doing it episodically was so they could get them out faster. So yeah, so annoying, but. As long as they keep the the quality of the first one, it's gonna be great. Yep. All right. So the last piece of big news, which is from out of nowhere, mm-hmm. uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Three announced for the Switch, and it's coming out in September. WTF? Publisher Nintendo and developer Monolith Soft have announced action RPG Xenoblade Chronicles 3 for the Switch will launch this September. Here is an overview of the game. A vast world awaits in Xenoblade Chronicles 3, the next game in the claimed RPG series from developer Monolith Soft. Players will step into the roles of the protagonists Ni- Noah and Mio amid turmoil between the hostile nations of Keeves and Agnes. Six characters hailing from those nations will take part of the, in the grand tale with life as its central theme. Explore a new world that will connect the futures of both Xenoblade Chronicles and Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Launching for the Nintendo Switch in September. Uh, there is a message from, directly uh, from the executive director, Tetsuya Takahashi, if you, wanna, if you want me to read that. I'm not, I'm, I saw that. It's a little long, but I mean... Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it's a little long. <laughs> um, it's cool. So, it looks like... You've played Xenoblade Chronicles 2. You beat it. Have you beat it? Yeah. Yeah, you beat yeah. it. Yeah, uh-huh. And you've, have you beat the first one? I beat the remaster or the remake or whatever. Yeah, yeah. so you got you got the endings of both of them. So apparently this is going to take place after those two endings. And you all know what happens in those two endings. Yeah. So when I first saw that, I'm like, okay. When I first saw this, the, the trailer, I'm like, hey, what the heck? It's the Monado. And the Mechon. It looked like the Mechon. Yeah. And then you see someone who looks like Nia. And I'm like, hmm, what's going on here? And it, look, and it looks like it's those two worlds combining. So it's like, oh, that's cool. And they kind of kind of uh, acknowledge that that's what's happening. So. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's interesting. I, I got to be honest. I mean, it was, it was time for another one. I wasn't expecting it so soon but hey uh you know they're not messing around over there at monolith you know yep. Here, here's from the one of the things the key visual features a broken great sword of the mechanis there it is and the body of the iran titan with a gaping wound 
So aren't the big things, the big islands called Titans in Xenoblade Chronicles 2? Yeah, I think they're called Titans. Yeah. All right. So the Mekon- the Mekonis and a Titans fighting. That's interesting. 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 What is this visual hinting at? I can't reveal that just yet. What I can tell you is that the visual was conceived quite some time ago. More precisely speaking, we came up with it sometime between the end of development of Xenoblade Chronicles and the beginning of Xenoblade Chronicles 2. It's not something we recently added to the series. So they had this idea in mind. Does this mean that we're going to get sexy blades again? Are blades going to make a comeback? Uh, God, I hope not. Or if they do, I hope it's like... I really think they found their groove in um, Torn of the Golden Country. I think that combat is the way to go. Like Each one has one set blade, uh, and that combat just evolves from there, and you can swap in real time. I like that combat system way better than base Xenoblade 2, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Let me see. And there you go. The music... Is composed by Yasunori Mitsuda. This guy's busy. He sure is. So yep. we're gonna get some good music from this game as well. Heck yeah. The flute is actually one of the key themes in the game, so of course a lot of flute in this. this. Hmm. Oh cool. yeah, this 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 sound is. I don't know. Okay, so out of the two. Which one did you enjoy more? More not the Torna of Golden Country, just out of the first two that you played. Probably one. Uh, two's two's combat system was like so. It was a little overly complicated. Uh, I didn't think two looked as good. Um. And yeah, I, to to me, two just felt over designed in like every possible way. Um. It was just too complicated for its own good. So, um, yeah, I would say one is better. It's a little simpler. It's definitely shorter, uh, especially the remastered version. Um, and I think the story is a little bit better. I like the characters more. Yeah, so I would say one. One. Uh, what about you? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I enjoyed both of them. Uh, as long as they make the open world not empty and fun to go around um it looks like it's gonna look more like two so how do you feel about that yeah it looks it looks like a mix between one and two it seems like it has the faces from the remastered xenoblade one and i think that looks like visually that looks good um and then yeah the world looks like uh two um two i remember watching you play two and it looked really pixely like it looked really bad um in at least in mode. handheld mode yeah so i'm hoping by now monolith has kind of found their groove and they're able to get the the power they want out of the switch so um yeah no i mean it looks so you got to play this not fine. not in handheld mode <laughs> yeah no for sure i got to play it on a big screen yep now for a series that needs to go onto, you know, the PC, this is one of them. This oh, needs, yeah. this needs to go on the PC, so bad. I would replay one and two if it was on the PC. So I'm looking forward to seeing more on this game. I can't wait. 
to see more. So that I that was the that was the final thing. Wait, was that the final thing? That was the final thing, right? They showed. Yeah, no, that was it. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't show Rune Factory Five. Yeah, because it was supposed to be coming out. It's supposed to be coming out in March, right? This year, March or February. What? Rune Factory Five is coming out this year. Yeah, March. Yeah, in March. So, I was surprised about that. Uh, what else did you would you want to have seen? I think we both were kind of secretly hoping, but not really expecting something with Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, <laughs> I don't think that would be feasible because of Triangle Strategy. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. They're probably going to want that game to breathe, release, and then it's time to drop the Megaton. <laughs> the the uh, goat. The yes. I I I I almost wonder if on the back end somewhere they're cooking something because not only are there rumors that there's going to be a remaster, but then they just announced those figures. Did you see those figures? I have pre-ordered every single one of them. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, you know what's funny? I don't know if you sent them this, but my brother sent me links to those figures. Really? And wow. I was like, I was like, already pre-ordered. <laughs> wow. If Brian's getting them, then. Well, Brian, I don't think Brian's going to get them, but he's told me about them. I'm like, yeah, yeah. They looked good. Yeah. They look really cool. And those are, those are the, those are characters I would definitely want figures for. Totally. Yeah, Gryas, Delita, and Ramza. Yeah, no, those were those looked really great. Mm-hmm. So I think it could be in the cards in the next year, but you're right. I, I, I think they they gotta get triangle strategy out first and then uh, Well, I mean what I meant for Nintendo. I bet you Square Enix can can wait, is Square Enix making No, are they? No, what? that's, that's Monolith Software, right? Monolith Who? making triangle strategy. It's not Square Enix. No, it is it is, but Nintendo is publishing it for some reason. I don't know why their Square Enix is not publishing it. Maybe it's some deal with Nintendo. I don't know, but um, Square Enix is making it. Okay, gotcha. Now that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So soon. We'll probably see Final Fantasy Tactics announced around summertime. That's what I get. That's what I figure. Yeah, maybe at E3, because I know Square Enix always does their own little E3 thing. So maybe E3 then. doesn't exist, Taylor. That's why I said around summertime. Okay. So we're gonna also see Street Fighter Six, which is also gonna be announced this year. I just wanna, I want to see. I just wanna see how they what they made it look like. They need to make it look like Guilty Gear, very anime. That would make Street Fighter awesome. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. So let's. Uh, we're almost done here. And let's do some questions. Yeah. All right. Noah Chaser asks, have you or Taylor ever had a pop-off moment for a game reveal? Something so moving that you either screamed, cried, or both. No judgments. I cried after FX, FF10 and Chrono Trigger. He means a game reveal in a game, not like Final Fantasy VII Remake was announced. Oh, oh, oh. A po- uh, probably i'm trying to think right now if you've got one go but i'm trying to think of one right now i have no i like right now i don't think i've ever had really a pop-off moment for a game reveal i've had a pop-off moment for doing something pretty awesome in a game yeah for sure <laughs> especially like competitive games yeah. but never like oh shit. like never 
I will say that I definitely cried at the opening of Final Fantasy VII, like the whole re like opening, especially when that song kicks in and <laughs> Eric is like looking all good. You're talking about the um, remake? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that was that hit hard. Every time I, I watch that too. That's it's the song and it's the look. I like it it is every it makes, single it dun, 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 it goes up and you're yeah. just like and you're just like nostalgia does wells up in you and uh yeah. You, you feel it. You feel like you're going to cry. I, like, every time I see it, I just can't believe it's real. I'm like, wow, I can't believe we finally got here. Yeah. Um, and it do, it's not without its problems, but it was like, it's, it's, in retrospect, it's great. To me, I think it's great. But, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any other, like, shocking reveals where I was like, oh, my God, like, big twists. Um, okay, so um, this is not. This is not a uh, a JRPG, but the first, this is the prologue of The Last of Us. Oh yeah, the first one or the second one? The first one, not the second one. Mm. Just mm. throw that away. <laughs> this is the first one. Yeah, the second one doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah, the first one that was shocking. I was like, oh, this is how we're starting the game. All right. <laughs> very good. Very good. Crying. I guess um oh you know what I did have a pop off moment it was it was with you if you remember and this is like um this is a the bad ending so I feel like I can spoil this but um the, the bad I'll say the bad ending for Persona Four okay uh, you're actually gonna say it I, I won't say it. you know what I'm talking yes, about though, right the bad ending and okay so this is the bad ending and he we didn't know it was the bad ending and I'm just laying yeah. down and Taylor how did you react. <laughs> I was like, what? No, no, no. And I remember I just popped the disc out and then I just left and I went home. I was so mad. <laughs> like, what? No, this is not how this ends. No, no. <laughs> I'll just say there's a, there's a moment where you have to make a choice at the hospital for people that have played the game. And if you make the wrong choice, uh, yeah, a bunch of bad stuff happens. I was like, that cannot be how this game ends. There's you no know way. what's crazy about that? <laughs> it's like there's like four bad choices and like one good choice, so you could get four. You, you like, you could get the bad ending and not and, and not even know that it's more. You think that's the end of the game, because yep. it's because it's, you have to pick. I, I recently beat Persona Persona Four, right? You have to pick a specific sequence of answers, and if you and I done like one time, I did like the right ones and I accidentally selected the wrong one, and I still got the bad ending. And I'm like, are you serious? So you have to get the right sequence. Oof. Crazy. Um, I, I, I don't think I ever had pop-off moments, but if it's a game that's really, really good and it's really memorable for me, when the credit scenes have, when credits start, you just decompress. And you're just like... <sighs> Usually some kind of, you know, sentimental piano song. Yeah, and you're, and you're just like, what am I... What do I do with myself now? What is there to do? What is life? Uh, I know. It's that moment, the afterglow of a JRPG. You're like, ah, now what do I do? No. <laughs> and I'm Especially so after a really good one. It's weird. You know what's really weird? I got that feeling after I beat Tales of Destiny recently. Because I wanted even to get... I, I, yeah, even though I've beaten it before. I wanted to get through it. And I wanted to get a clear save, so I beat it, right? And... 
I was just watching the I was I watched like the end scene all in English now the end scenes in English and everything everything's in English I love it and now that I have that context seeing the credits is like oh, damn <laughs> this game so good it's so good especially yeah. when you uh, have decades of memories of this game from the remake and the original. Exactly. It's like that's your Final Fantasy VII. Yes. You you that's what I And you did this to me, Taylor. You are the one who got it for Brian's birthday. Mm-hmm. You didn't give him a Final Fantasy game. You got him Tales of Destiny, which is very interesting. Mhm. And Grandia, and I don't know why I got And Grandia, yeah. I yeah. so weird. You didn't give us a because we never had Final Fantasy. Never. It was we had Lunar Tales of Destiny, Grandia. I think those are the JRPGs that I had. I think those are the only ones. Oh, and then I got Tales of Destiny too. I bought those myself. Those are the only ones I had. Oh, Final Fantasy Tactics, of course, but that's not really, not really a JRPG. It's a strategy. But yeah, interesting, right? Me, yeah. Only having like five, and the... I didn't really become a JRPG until like. PS3, really? Yeah, and what a you couldn't have picked a worse generation to become a. Yeah, but <laughs> PS3 era. Okay, so it came out in 2006, right? So mm-hmm. I graduated in 2008, and I had a job then. So that's when I actually had disposable income, and that's when I started buying all the older games that I missed. So that's when I started playing all the old games. Though no, that it. that era was like survival horror, Nick. That's when I played oh, yeah. all the survival horror games. Oh. That's right. The Thing, Silent Hill, Dead Space. Oh yeah. I can't believe the original Dead Space came out when I graduated. Pretty old. Well, they're remaking it. All right. Shaft asks. Just got a friend. Just got a friend. That just had a friend that finished playing Tales of Arise and he wanted to try another game in the series. Which mm. one do you guys recommend for people to play after Arise? See, this is a hard question. This is a very yeah. difficult question because Arise is completely different. Not really completely different. It's very different uh, gameplay wise than the other ones. Yeah. Totally. So um, if you go backwards, you're gonna get an older style of tales. I don't. I don't even have a good answer because I don't really like most of the modern ones, frankly. So, um, yeah, so, I don't have a good answer. Really. Yeah. So tales of graces, <laughs> and then past that, they all play very similar. They all have like they all the battle systems. There are differences, but they all are very similar, except. Graces is very is has the combo counter system from Tales of Destiny remake, which is cool. But it also has the the A the normal attacks have a combo have a special art, and then the B attacks have a special art. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. Zelia and Zelia two are different though. They they they're they're a little more classic. It's just hard to it's hard to. What I would say is just start from the beginning. 
every time someone like asks me what I want to play a Tales game, where should I start? I would I would always say, start at Tales of Destiny, because that's their original English only one, guys. That's why. And uh, it's really hard to get Tales of Destiny because it's like three hundred, five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred dollars to get. Uh, get it, whatever you want, however you get it. I don't care. I'm not gonna encourage you to pirate it. Just if you want to play the original Tales, of De- even play the original Tales of Fantasia, the PS1 English patched version. That's a good one to start with too. Yep. And then just go on through there. Cause you'll notice like in my humble opinion, you all know this, the 2d ones aged way better than 3d ones. or the, the middle ones, the tales of symphonia, the tales of abyss, the tales of Vesperia. Those ones have not aged very well. So it's yeah. hard. It's really, I, it's really hard. To, it's really hard to recommend Tales games. Yeah. You know, like, I, I if I had to recommend one, and I feel weird even saying this because I remember at the time I didn't like it very much, but Tales of Exilia uh, 2, it has a really weird progression system like the way you progress you have to like get money to pay off your debt and then you can get to the next story beat but like the the story is really interesting and i love the combat system because you can swap to different weapons on the fly and and then he's got sort of a super saiyan mode like a powered up mode um but yeah they're all like none of them play like arise arise is like very very different so i could tell you that a lot there are a lot of them that have a way better story than arise (laughs) A lot of them have a better story than Arise, but yeah. the ga- the gameplay flow, the the battle system, and the gameplay flow is completely different. Yeah. Uh, it's a a lot more. A lot of most of them are very more forgiving when it comes to items and healing. Yeah, and money. <laughs> and money, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want, just ask me a more specific question. Just not a vague. Which Tales series, which Tales games you would want, that you would recommend? Tell me, what did you like about Tales of Arise? What do you want more of? Uh, what do you, what, what was the most thing you enjoyed? Uh, story, gameplay, do you want a bigger world? Do you want a bigger lore? Do you want specific lore, like phonons and phonons and phonic arts and, you know, when they make up their own, you know, magic systems, stuff like that? Yep. Something that Taylor does not like. Uh, yeah. A narrative gatekeeper actually asked a question that's also based off the Tale series. All right. So the Tale series is a JRPG series that flew under my radar until I started listening to the podcast. And then it recently started Tales of Arise. As of writing this, I am about halfway through the game. Something I noticed pretty quick when looking into the series is that the diverse, there is a diversity of opinions over which games in the series are best. Major franchises like Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest seem to have a pretty strong fan consensus in the West over which games are best. But with Tales, everyone seems to have a different favorite. Have you noticed this? If so, why do you think that is? Um, because if it's not the original 2D ones, they're, they're wrong. And everyone else's <laughs> answers, you know, just as a, you know, wrong, uh, wrong opinion. But before I actually answer... I want to ask Taylor. I want to Taylor the pitching on this. Why there's not a consensus on which Tales game is the best? There is a consensus 
and I know why, but I want you. Th- well, everybody likes, uh, I think the most popular, I mean, I think now the most popular is Arise, but before that, it was probably Tales of Symphonia. And um, I would say, I don't know. Um, you know, as I look back on all the Tales games, and I don't even know if this is really answering the question at all, but as I look back on the Tales games, I feel like the quality it's been a little up and down, but it's it's never been like super high. Meteoric. And so, yeah, yeah. No, it, I don't think it's ever hit the highs of like Persona or Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest. Um, the, the sad, I think Arise is the yeah. first time it's really got anywhere close. The sad thing is, is that the highs were all in Japan. We never got the good ones mm. until, you know, now they're, you know, worldwide releases. But before, all the good games or only Japan or yeah. uh, all the ones that were rated high, like a lot of people liked them were only in Japan because the other yeah. games are good. They're just not like mind blowing. Good. Uh, is that it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, uh, I, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, there's none of them have really, there, none of them really have big standout moment. Like when you think of like moments, right? Like when you think of moments in games, you think of like Aerith and Final Fantasy VII. Obviously, there's a lot of big mo- memorable moments in Final Fantasy VII. There's a lot of memorable moments in Persona Four and Five. I feel like the Tales series has very few, if any, like memorable moments. It's just sort of like. You go from one place to the next, and then you fight, and then there's a dungeon. And you go to another place, and then there's it's just it's just formulaic, but it never like has moments, if that makes sense. And I don't even think I mean, there were some in Arise, um, but I think in the past there just hasn't been those that make it memorable. If that make, do we, would you agree with that at all? No. No. Okay. Which one would stand out? To <laughs> I, you I'm in pretty sure. Games? I, I mean, I can't say it because it's spoilers, but. Um, more recently, there haven't been many. I could tell you that you could join the ones that you've been playing. Yeah. Um, there are some really memorable moments in the older ones. Um, Berseria has pretty memorable moments, especially at the beginning or when you figure out what things yeah. happen. Yeah, I don't, okay, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you beat the game. No, I got bored. Um, I played like maybe five hours and then I just got bored. Yeah, yeah. But okay, I, so, I played the beginning. So you know, no, yeah, there, there, there is like the beginning is very memorable. But then learning about what's happening in the world is also memorable. I really enjoyed learning what is going on. And especially like especially seeing the connections with Zysteria. Like the ending to Berseria was a mind blower to me. Like I was like, whoa, okay, that's what that is. Oh, I get it now. What happened to him? I want to know what happened. I just kind of gave it away, but like that is a cool thing. I that that is that that's memorable. It's just like you have to. No, not really. Mm. I'm just saying the ones that you haven't played, the the Japanese ones have really good story moments. And to answer the question about well, that he asked, uh, the, so in the PS1 era, there was Tales of Destiny and Tales of Destiny 2, which wasn't the real Tales of Destiny 2, it was Tales of Eternia. Um, people didn't know about that because they were pixel games, and they were, and Tales of Destiny 1 
released right next to t- Final Fantasy VII. Which one got the, you know, which one got the fanfare? Final Fantasy VII, because it was so mind-blowing. It was 3D, yeah. very epic, and all that stuff, right? Yeah. The reason why F- Tales of Symphonia was so popular is because it was a, it was a big JRPG on the GameCube. It, it was the big English JRPG on the GameCube, and everyone who had a GameCube somehow had this game. I have no idea how. But they did. And that is why people love that game to death because it was their first game as a child. And it's very nostalgic. Yeah. And people just ignored it or ignored the series after that because there was Tales of the Abyss and Tales of Legendia. And that's, that's what we got in the West and the PS2. And wasn't, there was no other, right? Yeah. And no one played until... The next popular one, which is Tales of Vesperia, which is why a lot of people think Tales of Vesperia is one of the best games, because it was one of the only JRPGs to be released on the Xbox 360, and it was huge. Because, or I should say, in this, in the in the early seventh generation, and which is why everyone flocked to that because 360 was so popular, so that got a big following, and now Arise. Because no one really had the PS3, or no one really played JRPGs on PS3s, and we had all those PS3 JRPGs. And then Tales of Hysteria kind of, kind of pooped, put a stain on on the franchise because it was, as I call it, the Sonic 06 of the series because it was had huge ambitions, and I saw those ambitions, but it was rushed, and it was really un- incomplete, and you could totally see that in the game. But I enjoyed the game a lot, even though there were a lot of flaws in it. I enjoyed the story. And then if you play the game and then watch the anime, and you're like, man, this is what they were going for. I wish, (laughs) I really wish they would remake it. Yep. So, it's just, it's the series, the series is just all over the place. But I really wish... Now that I've played it, I really wish Arise did not did not have does not ha- did not have the huge popularity boost because now everyone wants the games to be like Arise, which I do not but, want. I do not want that. I do not want that at all. And I'm not talking. Well, I, I'm not, I do. No. I do want that very much. I want yeah. it all. I want. I. <laughs> I don't want the very limited economy, items things. I don't want the very small world and I do miss the anime aesthetic and the menus and stuff. I just, I miss that. I really do miss that. Mm. Other than that, the game's, game's, the game's fun. And I miss, yeah. I miss towns. There's like one town in that game that's actually useful. Hmm. You know I'm right. No, oh, I mean, agree to disagree. <laughs> but yeah. That is yeah. my. You got my opinion on why things are. Why so? Uh, I called them the big three back in the day. Yeah. Uh, tales of tales of it was always tales of Symphonia, tales of the abyss, and tales of Vesperia. That's all anyone ever thought about when it came to the series, and I was always mad because there's all these other games that no one has ever played. It's like these games are like you know a hundred times better in my opinion than the other than, than what you're playing. 
So. Yep. If you guys have any questions about tales, specific questions, not not general questions, go ahead and ask. I will answer them for you. But I will not spoil anything. Have anything else to add, Taylor? That's the last question. <laughs> no, that's. Uh, I mean, it was good direct. Lots of exciting stuff to look forward to. Um, the year is quickly filling up, like you said. We're gonna, there's, you know, I'm like, oh, when am I going to play this month? Oh God, it's full, and then March. March is going to be insane. <laughs> so many games coming out in March. Oh my God. This was the first direct and like video game conference thing mm-hmm. in a while that's actually made me happy yep and actually like like ooh, these are games i'm actually interested in and instead of here is indie game 5392 that looks exactly the same as the others and here's sony exclusive number seven ah a third person action game hmm we haven't seen that before hmm. wow a jrpg with turn-based combat who would have guessed that's actually rare, dude. <laughs> it's very rare. Hey, Xbox bought a company. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, I hear you, though. No, I I agree. It was one of the better conference things um, in a long time. So that was, that was exciting to watch. Yep. Very much so. Anywho, thanks for watching, guys. Um, sorry we've been, you know, not on schedule all that much we're trying or my schedule is finally freeing up and so hopefully that means more frequent episodes so and especially guests we're gonna try to get some guests on so taylor plug your youtube and everything and everything you got going yeah yeah no um it's the uh yeah gaming shelf on youtube um just put out a review for Maglum Lord and the um, the guy the Japanese role playing games. It's this tome of a book. So put out a couple of reviews. Um, I'll probably have a some sort of reaction to this direct on my channel too. But um, that's why you were in the voice chat. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't. I was just working. I didn't record anything yet. I, it's, I don't know if I have it in me to do something tonight, but I'm gonna try. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, other reviews coming. I, I got. I have. I'm playing a game right now for review. That um, I think the embargo's next week, so that'll be interesting, indeed. And I am still working on that video that I posted on the YouTube. It's just the last two day. The last two weeks have been uh, kind of iffy. Uh, I was playing Chrono Trigger just so you know I could test it out to see that it actually is one of the you know one of the games of good beginner JRPG and I just started playing the entire thing. <laughs> nice. But but I have found I found my list, so that's good and I'm just got to write about it. So hopefully trying to make it as best I'm a perfectionist and that's why I don't ever really release videos cuz I never feel like they're good enough. And so I'm trying. So I'm trying to, I'm going to try to get it out by the end of this, end of this month. So and I said I said that last month. But for sure this month. <laughs> All right. Do it. No excuses. Yeah, no excuses. Anywho, see you guys next episode. Later. Later. Later.